Hey everybody, welcome to Robin365. It's day number 1886 in the mobile. Uh, I'm not in the mobile studio. I am mobile in the studio this morning uh, recording this one. Um, so I'm going to make this one a quick one. Uh, something that has uh, come to, to light for, for me over the last uh, you know, couple of weeks. I don't know whether, you know, as I get older... I wonder whether I become more impatient or whether I just become more focused. Uh, I certainly become more choosy with who the clients are that I'm, I'm working with. Um, I'm, I'm just not interested in working with people that aren't completely committed to uh, achieving uh, their, their health and wellness goals. And uh, I was having a conversation today uh, with someone about uh, you know, people reaching their full potential. And yes, of course, there are, there are people that I, I do currently work with that are probably never going to, uh, you know, achieve their ultimate version of themselves. Um, yeah, I could always sack them, I suppose, as clients, but I choose to keep working with them because I, I realise that when it comes to health and wellness, you could probably say that there's I know we tend to work in threes as humans. I say there's three categories. There's those people that uh, just want to improve their their health and fitness. I mean, you know, be healthy. There are those that uh, want to lose weight and keep it off, and then there are those people that just want to get buffed. The people that want to get buffed are in a yeah relatively smaller potential uh, percentage. Uh, the people that want to lose weight and keep it off are probably in the higher percentage. Uh, the, I would say the most clients that I work with want to be, be healthy and well and probably a combination of the, the second one. You know, they want to lose some weight and then uh, create this healthy lifestyle for themselves. The people that want to get buffed, you know, six-pack, you know, best version of them, themselves, etc., that's... I don't know, maybe 10% of the people that, that I work with. And, uh, and, and that's okay. You know, depending on where it is that you fall in there, that, that's okay. Uh, most people don't have the, the time, the energy, the most motivation, uh, whatever you want to call it, to achieve the, um, the buff version of themselves. That, that's fine. I mean, myself... Uh, I, I love what I do. Uh, I loved being a buff version of, of myself. But I also have uh, so many other things uh, that I want to be achieving in my business and, and so forth. And I, I don't want to just eat, sleep and train. Uh, to me, that is not living your full potential, right? Maybe on a physical sense, but not from your contribution sense because it just takes up way too much uh, time to, uh, you know, to be living a life of a, a fitness model and that, that kind of stuff. And let's face it, I'm not good looking enough to make that even worthwhile. <laughs> Most fitness models I know are not, um, are not making a lot of money. So there are, there are better ways to do things. Uh, but anyway, I was talking uh, today about how most people will never achieve their true potential because they don't do the work in defining what it is that they truly want for themselves. And even when I tell people, and I was telling this person, exactly what they needed to do in order to progress themselves forward, you know, they were telling me about 
um, um, not being strong-willed enough, I suppose, to stay away from the chocolate and, you know, do these other things, etc., etc. And, you know, maybe carrying an extra 15 kilos or, or so than they want to. But I said the, the challenge is that often uh, people's partners will hold them back. And uh, in most instances, uh, the, the people that I work with, one part, I see one partner, right? And the other partner normally doesn't value their health and wellness that much, i.e. they're probably overweight, they uh, you know, don't exercise really too much, maybe they pay, play a fun team sport once a week, something like that, they go for some work, uh, walks, they play around with the kids, that sort of stuff. Um, they don't, you know, they don't want to go to the gym. They don't want to do extra exercise. They want to eat what they want when they want. Um, they don't care what their partner looks like. They don't care if they're fat, if they're overweight, if they're, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and the partner, the, the other partner that I'll be working with, they do want a different outcome. But the, the challenge with that is, and I'm generalising here, but I've found this to be true with uh, pretty much every client that I've had that's in this situation. Um, the, what happens is that the person that I'm training will not attach a greater meaning to what it is that they're doing and pretty much stay exactly where they are because their partner is, you know, whatever. As, uh, as I described before. And that sounds really sad, but uh, it's very true. You may have heard that saying that is that you will become the net worth of the average sum of the five people that you spend most time with. That's very, very, very true. In other words, if you hang out with broke people, you will eventually be broke like them. If you hang out with people, if the average of your people you hang out with are overweight, obese, you will become just like that. Now, of course, the reverse of that is true. If you are the poorest person in the room and you're hanging out with wealthy, successful people, then eventually you will become that way as well. I'll explain why in a second. And in terms of health and wellness, if all of the people that you're hanging out with are healthy, fit, vibrant, energized, successful, etc., then you will make a decision to either leave that group because it's too hard to keep up or you don't want to change or you will just become like them. Why? Well, we're very curious creatures, humans, and we will... Have, let's say the, the broke situation, you have different conversations, right? You're, you're having conversations about wealth creation. You're having conversations about what are the right things to be doing in the, and you're observing what other people are doing. And you're, you're, if you're curious, you will ask lots of questions. Say, oh, well, how do you do that? How do I become part of that? What do I need to do, etc., etc. The same on the, the health side of thing. You're observing, let's say you're going out for 
uh, a meal and you're observing what everybody is eating. You're listening to what they're talking about. They're having different conversations about what it is that they're doing. And then you start to get curious about that and then you ask questions and all of a sudden you start being invited along to certain things and then you find that you're enjoying that. You start to participate more. You start to get different results. You start to create this momentum for you. It's very, very true. It's like if you join a gang, a violent, a violent gang, then you're going to become violent as well. It's not like you're going to join that gang and say, hey, let's change the culture of this whole gang and let's, rather than uh, commit crimes, drugs, prostitution, whatever, rather than do all that, let's do this instead and make a big difference to our community in a positive, uplifting way. You are unlikely to be able to achieve that. You will just become like them. And so we, we are curious creatures. We really are. So coming back to um, my speciality, mindset and health and wellness, you really have to be so clear about what it is that you want to be achieving for yourself. Because until you really define that, you're playing around the same sort of space that you will always be, right? It, it is hard to achieve significant change. It's easy to achieve some change, but I'm talking about significant change. You know, dramatically changing the way that you think, dramatically changing your health, dramatically changing the way that you look. I mean, for me, that was something that I desperately wanted to achieve because I was sick and tired of living where I was. And then as the years have progressed over the last 35 years, I reassess my goals from time to time and say, well, I want to be like this. I want to live like this. I don't want to live like that. I want to live like this. And in order to achieve this, it requires consistent work. Now, it is something that I have just embedded into my lifestyle. So it is just a part of who I am. But when I... I talk about on these podcasts about all the different things that I do, then it sounds like a lot. But to achieve success, there are many different steps that are involved and you need to do them consistently and most people don't have the strength, the power, the willpower to be able to achieve that sustainability over and over and over again. How do I know this? Because statistically, the health and wellness of the globe is getting worse. It's not getting better, it's getting worse. So we know that for all the reasons that people will tell you, it's easier for them to stay on the health, unhealthy side as opposed to the healthy side. So therefore, what the numbers also tell us is, it is hard to find those group of people that are, are like-minded and healthy and well and you want to hang out with, it's becoming harder and harder to find those people because the statistics are getting worse. The people are getting more and more unhealthy. Life is getting busier. The mental health... Look, I think I predicted this uh, uh, some time ago and, and COVID has certainly uh, demonstrated this too. But you watch, the, the biggest illness that the globe is going to suffer in these coming generations 
it's not going to be heart disease. It's not going to be overweight, obesity, that sort of stuff, diabetes. Those things will always be there. But it's going to be mental health, which is going to be related to those things. But it's going to be mental health that is going to be, you know, one of the big killers. And we already know that the, like, the number one killer of men in uh, Australia is dementia, okay? Mental health. Now, some of that's genetic. Other parts of it are not genetic. Part of that also relates to uh, your, your lifestyle and your, what you're doing with your headspace, um, but also the, the physical work that you're doing as well. There's correlation between you looking after yourself with strength training, cardio training, eating well, and dementia. So you watch this space. It will become worse and worse and worse. So it then becomes harder for people to be able to make those changes because there's less people around. Now, for me, I've always wanted to be a little bit different, very different to the way most people live. Um, you know, my lifestyle is very different to the way that most people are. I just enjoy things that most people don't enjoy. And part of that is the, the lifestyle that I live and um, yeah, the way that I do it and the focus that I have on my health and, and my mindset and high performance outcomes and all that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. What you want to do is you want to be learning from someone like me because that is my obsession. That's the way that I live each and every day. And part of the reason why my inner circle is so small is one, it's got to do with trust and loyalty and all that sort of stuff. But also, it can be very difficult to find the people that I want to be hanging out with because I just don't want to be hanging out with many people. And it's hard to find the people that are like-minded like me. And so it becomes challenging. Yeah, so I started at the start of this by saying, you know, like with age and becoming more and more impatient, I, you know, when I talk to people about, uh, you know, all their excuses and, and that kind of stuff, that's the part that I, I get a bit sick and tired of. People are, are pretty much staying where they are and I provide a, uh, an exact formula for, well, this is what you need to do. But then I know that probably 95% of people are not going to do the work. I was like, that's frustrating. I was like, I'm telling you what it is that you need to do. Why don't you just do it? Why won't you just do the work? Uh, but then it comes back to like a, the range of excuses and some of those, which they may not necessarily admit, but I can see it. It's to do with the partner. Like the partner doesn't want them to change. They don't care if they, they change or not. And uh, they either don't feel like they... They want to change too much because if they get too far different from their partner, then maybe that won't be so good. It's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. Rather than change and the risk of, I don't know, somebody saying something about you or um, you, know, you perceiving that somebody is going to have a bad feeling about uh, you know, what you're doing, etc., uh, you just stay where you are. Well, I would, I just, I'm going to leave you with this note because I've got a client that's about to walk in. Why don't you strive to be the best version of yourself and just take the risk and live life on your terms and have the tough conversations with your partners and that kind of stuff to say, well, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is why this is important to me. I'd like you to come along with me to do it. Or you say, well, this is what I'm going to do anyway. Yes, I realise that this isn't for you, but 
this is important for me. Because there is too much complacency, mediocrity and excuses going on in the world. Uh, we just need to stop it. We need better outcomes. You've got the potential, so let's bring out your best. On that note, I better go. See you tomorrow.